in September 8 pm so what do you want to listen to today maya said as she tucked her son arindham into his bed can you tell me a little bit about your brother arindham said maya looked at her son with concern this was not a question she had expected him to ask what do you want to know she asked about how he died maya's breath caught in her throat her heart started palpitating and the ends of her fingers suddenly froze she looked away hundreds of thoughts racing in her head but at the forefront was the usual guilt it was my fault she said arindham started at the statement are you saying no no i am not saying i killed him but yes if i had not been careless he would have been alive and well today we were playing in the backyard you see we were too small back then i was 6 vasu was 3 just like you we were running around that huge old well which is now closed i told him to go hide in the best place he could find while i counted to 100 when i opened my eyes to look for him he was nowhere to be found i searched and searched screaming out his name i started crying and rushed to my mother afterwards they found him floating in the well face down i have never forgiven myself for that day arindham searched her face as if trying to find some fault in her story he gazed as if he was on the verge of saying something but was battling with his own thoughts the heavy silence was starting to gnaw at her knock knock what is happening here through maya's husband walked in making them both jump in fright why aren't you still in bed is everything all right both of you look like you saw a ghost <laughs> maya sighed and rolled her eyes at him we were just talking about my brother oh well it's getting pretty late now let's all go to sleep i have a lot of work tomorrow maya smiled and looked back at her son did he look paler than usual she wondered she kissed his forehead got up and switched off the lights and closed the door behind her submerged in darkness arindham tried hard not to look at the figure sulking in the corner of his room he kept his eyes shut and panted as if he had just run 10 miles he could sense it coming closer to him and he shivered involuntarily even though it was a hot night a wave of cold air passed over him he pushed himself further into his covers and his lips quivered with a prayer curiosity got the better of him and he pried his eyes open as slowly as possible two icy cold hands reached out from the dark and clutched his face his screams never left his throat 1st september 6 pm in the faded evening light 
The house had a fantastical aura to it. It looked calm and serene, like a wise old man who has seen so much of life go by. It looked as if it had a plethora of secrets and was just waiting for someone to discover and explore. Maya had inherited it after her own mother had died and with a discussion with her husband they had agreed to make it their home. Truth was a manager at the Saturday club but had always wanted to start his own chain of exclusive clubs. The antique charm of the mansion and its secluded location away from the prying eyes of the gentle masses would be enough to attract old money. Arindham of course was not pleased with the decision but she knew that he would come around to like it by and by this stood facing the rusty wrought iron gates surveying the gnarled trees and the crumbling bricks in front of them it brought back a lot of memories like a rush of wind in his face and she fondly stored them away to recall whenever Arindham asked for a story. But there were a lot of things that she did not notice, things that only Arindham could see, like the figure of a small boy on the second floor window. 7th September, 12 a.m. Arindham could not sleep that night. He kept tossing and turning pulling at the covers. It felt like he was sleeping on a bed of rocks, unable to find a comfortable spot. Frustrated, he opened his eyes, only to find his breath taken away from him. He was no longer in bed, but in the backyard, right beside the old well. He stood up, frightened beyond his wits, turned around and around, searching for a reason for his presence there. Somehow, his eyes were drawn to the open well and he approached it cautiously. He could hear his breath in his ears, the beating of his heart, the crackle of grass under his feet, the crickets chirping in the distance. He peered down the edge and the sight made him open his eyes wide in shock. It was a small boy dressed in a white shirt and shorts, looking deathly pale in the moonlight, smiling up at him. Before he could scream though, he felt a push and he was falling, falling into the dark abyss. 15th September, 2am. He had to do it. He had to. There was no other choice. How was he ever going to get some rest? He had been waiting for this for so long. How many hours, how many days, months, years had gone by? How many times had he called out her name, roaming these halls in the depth of the night, waiting for her to return? He knew she would come back someday returned to the very place it all began. What was it called? Circle of life. You come back to the place where you started. That was what she had taught him. She was a good sister, always was. 
She played such good games with him. That is all he ever wanted to do. He just wanted to play with his sister. It was so simple. You die and then you come back. He had followed all the rules correctly. Now it was her turn. He had to use the boy of course. Otherwise how could they continue the game? He twirled the butcher knife in his hand and gazed at her with curiosity. She was sleeping so calmly. But he wanted to play. He still wanted to play. The knife whistled through the air. Epilogue. The giggling and laughter of the two children echoed in the backyard. They ran round and round the well, tumbling and frolicking, getting back up and running again. I'm going to catch you, Vasu shouted, almost closing his fingers around the edge of Maya's pink frock. But Maya abruptly stopped and Vasu almost crashed into her. Let's play a new game, she said. What game? Vasu asked, panting and wheezing. Oh, it's really simple. It's called Circle of Life. All we have to do is find a way to kill each other and then we do it for real. How, how do we kill each other? It's easy. Haven't we watched one of these movies? Remember Scary Night? But they don't really die, do they? Let's just pretend. We have to do the same. Well, if you say so, it sounds like fun. Of course it will be. See, I will go first. I will kill you. And then you come back. And then kill me. And then we will keep going on. You got it, right? Now, let's see. Ah, got it. I will push you down that well. And you... Hmm, yes, you will stab me with a knife. Okay? Vasu looked a little sceptical. But he could not disappoint his sister. They went and stood at the edge of the well. Are you ready? Maya cried. Vasu nodded. The pitch black water looked scary. But he did not show it on his face. Now remember, you have to come back. Then we will keep going. I will wait for you. And she pushed her little brother into the well.